0: Episode 54 Love Part 2 Evolutionary Theory. Hello and welcome to Doomy's Daily Grind. My name is Doomy and thank you for joining me today. I have created this channel to share my life experiences, inspiration I found from others, learnings I have earned and things I have been taught throughout various periods of my life, especially the ones related to sobriety, finding serenity and general mental health topics with spiritual growth at the forefront. Please subscribe if you enjoy this kind of content and please support the channel By becoming a Patreon, the link is available below. In this series of three episodes, I am looking at love and relationships, specifically around theories based on scientific and psychological perspectives around why we love, how we love, and our beliefs around the topic of love. This is the second episode in the series, and if you missed the first one, please watch it. There I talk about the attachment theory, and the episode is named Day 53. All of this is inspired by the science of love from the Great Causes series of lectures about understanding of human relationships and how scientists have done research and have come up with various theories about how we relate with each other, which determines how successful our love relationships are or are going to be. What makes us fall in love with each other according to evolutionary psychology? According to this theory, our biological urges make us want to procreate. The evolutionary theory of love proposes that love functions to attract and retain a mate for the purpose of reproducing and then caring for the child. Evolutionary psychology theory is based on Darwin's theory of evolution, which is focused on the idea that our current behaviors are based on evolution derived from our ancestors. It says that we basically keep what worked for them and have discarded what didn't work for them, helping us survive longer, live longer, and have stronger offspring. Evolutionary psychologists Believe that we cannot shut down our instinctual needs that help us to survive as conditions during the times of our ancestors that help them survive have been passed down to us. This affects our sexual behaviors, how we connect to food, how we choose our mates, etc. Now, if you take that into consideration, you would then easily understand. Where this theory comes from and why even though controversial some scientists and psychologists believe that this is how love works according to study.com evolutionary psychology is a unique perspective within psychology because it's more concerned with why people think and act the way they do rather than how they think or act. Example: It is fairly common knowledge that people generally prefer high-calorie foods, yet evolutionary psychology takes it a step further by asking why. Specifically, evolutionary psychology studies the reasons for the development of thoughts and behaviours through the process of natural selection, and investigates these ideas through the scientific method. This theory also looks at how men's priorities differ from women's priorities, and thereby the behaviors are different for one um, and the other. This theory really excludes other types of sexual preferences, that are not based on reproduction, such as same-sex partnerships who do not necessarily choose each other based on biological reasons or based on genetic abilities, since procreation is not really a priority in this instance. So please bear that in mind as we move forward. This theory would only work in a world that had only heterosexual relationships. Evolutionary theorists say that love is a biologically driven instinct the very same way that animals would interact with each other, based on hormones, pheromones, facial symmetry, body shape, basically behaviors that motivated our ancestors and their legacies, The legacies that made them successful. This theory really states that we have no free will to choose based on what we want, but fall in love on instinct purely based on sex and reproduction. With men wanting to have as many children as possible and women as little as possible, unless they have a lifelong partner to help raise the child the main differences here are that men are instinctual in wanting as many mates as possible to increase the chances of them passing down their genes as far and as wide as possible without having to bear the responsibility of raising their own offspring while on the other hand women being very selective on their potential mates and holding off on quick sex to avoid pregnancies with the wrong mate who would not stick around long enough to help raise the child through providing his resources and being there to protect and support the mother and her child. The female would then be said to be attracted to men who show safety and security, have means to provide food and shelter, and have commitment to stay as long as possible, thereby rejecting males who do not have these characteristics and assets. Females would also choose mates who look good through symmetry as well, um, as well as things like broader shoulders and other physical aspects, as this would mean the offspring would have a better chance of survival and the ability to also procreate themselves. So they believe that it is true that even women these days would rather have a wealthy man with lots of material things than one who doesn't. Woman's strategy is the exact opposite to that of their male counterpart because women would only have one baby a year if they worked really hard at it, causing reluctance. One baby per year and parenting investment is very high, so reluctance to have sex quickly to avoid getting pregnant as a baby means a really long commitment. Therefore, females would be viewed as a sexual gatekeepers who would hold off sex until there is commitment and love. She wants a man to stick around and raise the baby, making money, having social status, enough resources and commitment are very important for their potential mate and would willingly, um, and they say they do trade sex for those resources. In the same turn, men would be more attracted to women who are more beautiful, young, and had features that show fertility, such as wider hips, etc. They say, though, that men have a different strategy for getting their potential mates than women do because their parental investment is much lower. For men, they are more interested in as much sex as possible with as many different women as possible, as the main evolutionary drive is based on this efficiency rather than having sex with one woman, which would result in offspring with similar genetic combinations. So rather than a diverse one with more variation, believed to increase genetic survival. Natural selection merely states that the fittest survive and when there are a lot of children, there is a better chance of this genetic survival however there is also a theory within the evolutionary uh, love theory that mentions sexual selection which has nothing to do with survival of the species but more about sexual attraction which is also important in conclusion scientists that follow this theory truly believe that current trends support this theory and would explain the promiscuity of men. They also believe that men tend to be more guarded of their girlfriends and wives as well because of the paternal uncertainty they would be plagued with if they were not around to ensure that the children that the woman bears would um, be or are truly theirs so what are your thoughts on this do you believe that the world we live in now supports this theory social media and popularity of people on these platforms tend to support this theory I think the large hips the booties large chests and more muscular men are more popular do you agree now in the next episode i will be looking at the interdependence theory of love what it proposes and how it is said to function for now i just want to thank you for your time and your support and being with me on this journey to finding serenity if you enjoy listening to me or watching my channel, I would appreciate it if you would subscribe. You can also become my Patreon if you feel like it. The Patreon link is available below or you can find me on patreon.com forward slash Grind. Patreon is a membership platform that provides tools for content creators to run a subscription service. It helps us earn an income by providing rewards and perks to our subscribers. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can send me an email at dummiesdailygrind at gmail.com. If you prefer listening, you can find my podcast, Do Daily Grind, on popular podcasts such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and others. Until I see you next time, stay well and may your higher power shower you with blessings and keep you safe today. Let us be diligent with the work required to achieve our goals and hopefully experience serenity and some peace of mind, the answers are always right in front of us and will be revealed if we truly seek them. Let us be present, conscious and intentional in our lives and grow positively to achieve the happiness we truly seek. Goodbye for now. I will see you next time. Lots and lots of love.